0: Hello and welcome to the Purpose Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Minnie Marie. Our topics range in so much diversity from family, wellness, helpful tips, the transparency of parenting challenges, and so much more. On today's show, January 26, 2020, I want to talk about the heartbreak at Calabas. Wow, um, a lot of us are still in shock on the loss of so many lives and families that were affected. And I definitely want to pay respect to all that were affected because families were and just put some helpful things in perspective for us when it comes down to just knowing the purpose of family and in the words of our dear Kobe that passed as well, just about the mama mentality. So we're going to talk about how on January the 26th, the game changed the heartbreak of Calabas. Can't wait to connect with you. I'm still in shock. I I won't lie to you about the loss of Kobe Bryant and later knowing that his daughter, um, Gigi, was also on that doomed helicopter flight. And at first, when it was announced, they always, you know, say the famous person or the person that is more well-known. And then later they will say, and the other victims. And at the time they said it was only five. But later when it grew and it was realized that it was nine people, even when it was five, I wondered who were those five people. I knew about Kobe and sadly, and that's another uh, situation I'll talk about later on discussion, how uh, TMZ of all places announced it prior to the actual investigation by the coroner. And that was just that frustrates me a lot. But I wanted to know. Wow. You know, five and now nine and then. For me, I wasn't a big basketball fan. I'm not even going to lie to you. I pretty much played like street ball in the neighborhood where you kind of just making up your own rules playing. But although Kobe was older than me, it was like watching like your big brother, um, seeing him go to the prom with Brandy Um, prior to the prom, just hearing about this young guy who was just making these big moves on the court playing basketball. And I was just fascinated by him and um, seeing him go to the Lakers and spending 20 years with the Lakers. And then later on, what I was more, more fascinated about since I wasn't like a huge basketball fan, all the rings and championships, that really didn't stand out to me. It was seeing him as a family man and seeing how he interacted with his daughters. And I have three daughters and it just was a beautiful sight and you would always see him smiling and happy. And then when I learned... That it was also within the others, families that were affected, mothers and fathers. The game kind of changed for me. And watching how his daughter Gigi just loved basketball because I would follow them on social media and so dedicated. Not even really following her own footsteps, but just making her own way within the profession and seeing her with high heels on. That's when you dedicated. when you can put on... <laughs> The shoes she had on, and she—I don't know where she was going, but she was shooting basketball at their uh, Mamba Complex, if I'm saying it correct, uh, with her heels on. And it just—it just—it just shook the world. It really did. And then seeing celebrities, these big celebrities that we hold, you know, such a high regard, be human and actually cry. And I saw something, and a um, couple of things. And it was a post on social media, and it was just telling people that it's, it's okay to know when, when a celebrity passed or someone, even if you didn't know them personally, but someone that you may have saw or, you know, looked up to or inspired them. And let's be honest, you know, I, sometimes we focus so much on the hate, and it's always that rationalizing on everything. But Kobe really did do some great things and left um, a mark on society, on the world you can't deny that from his basketball talents to his humanitarian efforts and how he gave back to his community, not only in California, but also his hometown, um, how he, uh, oh my gosh, inspired so many people, so many young people. There's no way you could shoot a paper ball in a trash can in high school and college without saying Kobe. you know, it was just, his books were inspiring. And like I said, he left the mark. So I'm definitely not going to short him in a cynical type of way because he really did but I also thought about all those others as we would say that lives were impacted and uh, I'm just in shock when I learned that it was a mother and a daughter I mean a mother yeah a mother and a daughter and then a husband and a wife and their daughter and then Also, a a father and a daughter, um, the pilot, he had family. And just thinking about all the lives that were affected. Um, A mother that leaves behind a husband and three young children. A couple who not only um, lost their daughter, even if they were together, that also have other children at home. Um, the pilot had families, like I just thought about all the lives that were affected and that's how it just shook me up and seeing, like I said, celebrities that we see larger than life, especially basketball players, because a lot of them are larger than life. You look at Shaq, who's seven feet seven or bigger and seeing him cry, just cry. Um, just being human, seeing, uh, sports broadcasters and people again who are like myself who are not into sports but just tearing up because they were affected and they just were in shock. Um it's it it just let us know how you know how we think all the fancy stuff and the uh, um the material things matter, but in the end, none of that matters. And it just it, it just it just shook me up. It really did. And it made me think about a lot of things. And like I say, I think we're all in shock. One reason, because it it was bigger than Mama, You know, I believe Col- Kobe um, had this mentality of just like, you know, working hard and giving your best and you can do it and really being motivated. But even if you didn't know what Mamba mean, like I still <laughs> I'm like I'm hoping I'm saying everything correct. The tragedy that happened on that um, doomed day. None of that mattered. <laughs> um, it was bigger than Kobe. Again, we know this this um, amazing guy who touched so many lives. And I literally just watched him off of like Jimmy Kimmel like a few weeks ago, I felt. And and I was just amazed to know that a basketball player, the first ever to have an Oscar, like I was amazed by all his gifts and, and talents and achievements. But again, like I said, families were affected. It was bigger than the Lakers and the NBA. What happened on January the 26th? Because again, even if you were not a Lakers fan, even if you were not a basketball fan, there was something that just it just touched you. Because I think we take life for granted so much in each other. And in moments like that, it's just like, wow, I may not I may not have been on a helicopter, but I drive in my car every day. I You know, there's so many things that have happened. From this, you know, not just like the helicopter crash, but mass shootings and different things that have become a norm in our society that we take for granted just being able to come home at night. So that's why I say it was bigger. And then one thing it also taught me was like money and fame isn't everything. In those last dire moments, I don't think Kobe cared about his Oscar, what next shoe was going to come out. I I don't think anybody on that plane was thinking about man what ha- oh man we had a game today or this everyone thought about life their family if they I pr- you know I try not to think about those last moments I really I really do but it lets you know that getting on that helicopter I can guarantee you it was the norm you know for him because that's how he traveled back and forth so he could save time off the road and flying was quicker to go to his practices. And later on, when he became a coach to these um, awesome children at his facility, you know, that was his way to kind of like, you know, ditch the traffic and go so he could be there. And be. I'll go, down, go there later with the be there um, part that was so important that that's what I did admire by. But no one, you know, none of that mattered. You know, when we see something like that, and, you know, like I say, for children, it's like I'm getting on this cool aircraft. No one in their mind thought that that was going to be it. And money, fame, accolades, nothing could change that. And, you know, it humbles us as humans and let us know the power of God Um, and just letting us know, like, you know, that he has all power and authority. What, there's no way anyone got on that um, aircraft and thought. This is my last day. This is my last moment. It made us look at what really matters, family. I I had such, uh, I, had a, uh, I opened a mail, and I won't lie to you. I, I was just having just a funky mood. And January, for me, Um is always a hard month. I know everyone's like, well, January, you know, new year, new me. But around the holidays, and I think I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I've had a lot of family lost around the holidays. So I'm usually... Around January, late December, January, I'm a little soft-spoken, just taking life in. And um, that Saturday, and I've been transparent with going through a divorce, it's hard. It's a strain. And it's a financial strain, (laughs) you know. And I just got a letter in the mail, and I just felt just, I was just so frustrated And I made that letter so big, like that was the end of the world. And I I think about the thoughts that were in my head and how I was just so frustrated and I, you know, and I look at that the very next day, how nine people total had no clue when they were getting on that aircraft thinking they were going to a game. And like I say, we're talking about, People who were probably, you know, affluent, you know, and had no clue, you know, in the world and on, on, you know, you would think people who pretty much had everything of what you would think with careers and family and homes and like that in a snap, everybody was gone. So it made me really look like you were making, as my mom would say, a mountain out of a mole heap, a tiny mole heap, of this right here particular issue. And thinking about life, and and I won't lie, my faith was just really being tested. And then I'm looking, and then I I just think about because I didn't I found out about everything late, about four o'clock on Sunday, and I feel bad because I don't you know watch the news like that. And I was, I was studying my devotion and just getting ready to start on the day. And I went, um, and it I just didn't glance at anything, not even on social media really that day. And cause sometimes, you know, you know, you all, you can schedule posts and stuff. So when I found out about it, it, it was just like, wow. And I just thought about like, you were thinking about all of this stuff and none of that really mattered. It brought fatherhood, especially the African American fatherhood experience to light, especially in relationship with their daughters. I love the positive image that was portrayed within Kobe, within his dedication and devotion to his daughters. I mean, it was undeniable. And he retired simply so that he could be there for his daughters. And then I thought about the coach, the bas- the baseball coach that was there, who had a full-time job at a college, traveling with his daughter. Again, he is a coach. He's a father he has all these responsibilities, but here he is assisting, you know, I'm sure that the girl, the three young girls on the, on the plane, they were all, they were all on the same team and they were friends and just seeing fathers bond together for their daughter's love for the game. And when we think about our daughters, not all daughters are into the, uh, the frilly makeup and stuff like that, but they were into the sport of basketball. And when, I'm not a, again, a basketball player, but I think I've told you all before that I'm a little bit of a tomboy, <laughs> but my mom kind of pushed me to be a debutante in the pageants and stuff. And I appreciate that too. I like being able to be in both worlds, but being in that part within a being a, a girl, that part of our femininity is oftentimes celebrated. But when it comes down to sports and especially when it comes down to basketball with young girls, It's so important for them to see that they're being pushed as well for following their dreams. Because I'm telling you as a middle school teacher, when I attend the basketball games with the girls, it's not many people there. But then when the boys and when it's time for the boys game, it's like it's a packed house. So to see those fathers support those young ladies, their daughters in their pursuit to just not be the status quo of the norm and to make their own way was beautiful and like i said the positive uh portrayal of Kobe as an african american man loving on his daughters and he had four beautiful daughters and not to mention a baby that was um just born in june and just seeing that love like i said I, it's hard for me to still look at the pictures i think on sunday i shared a post and it had a couple of shares Um, I didn't mention basketball player. The first thing I saw him, you know, was a husband and a father and, um, and I posted some pictures of him and Gigi and like, I watched them, like I say, through news and media, um, since the girls were born, you know, like, cause I felt like Auntie Minnie. (laughs) And when I, like I, you know, now, right now it's hard for me to look at the pictures. Sunday. I think I was still in shop so I could look, I could share. But now right now, every time I look at those pictures, it pains me. And I was also a daddy's girl and a granddaddy's uh, girl, uh, very close to my grandfather. So I know the power of a daughter having a positive male figure in their lives. And I'm glad that that image and grateful that that he left us with that. All right. It made us hold our teens a little tighter. I know we snuggle on our babies and our, our kiddos when they're little, but we oftentimes forget that our teens need to know that they are loved, that we care about them. And I know sometimes it's creepy. They're like, oh, get off me. Don't hug me, mom. They're telling you that. But I'm telling you as a middle school teacher, I get more hugs. And I'm telling you this from these sixth graders to eighth graders. And I know if don't hug them, when a child offer me a hug or a handshake, I appreciate that. I do. And I'm telling you as a teacher and a mentor, because I mentor to, um, my diva program has been around for 10 years and our sessions are very intimate. And when I hear these young girls talk and share their story, a lot of them are searching for love and more so at home. And if they don't get it from home, they will go other places to get, especially again, our daughters. So when you tell your baby that you love them, they feel that. So I have a preteen, I have a 10 year old and I have a 14 year old. With that being said, I want to make sure I I, I held my babies a little tighter from my sick my twin six year olds to my teens. And actually my 14 year old was the one that told me about the tragedy. And it's like he kept, you know, I noticed that day he wanted to make sure he, he uh, loved on me a little extra too. And I made sure he got that. And it was a reminder not to take life for granted when I tell you the irritations in traffic for those of us who work outside of the home, you know, dealing, especially in highly populated areas where we deal with a lot of personalities um, or customers or any service, you're going to deal with a lot of stuff. Don't focus on those minuscule moments of irritations and comments and, or feel like when things don't quite work out as well, that that's the end of the world because uh, we again, don't take for granted being able to come home because a lot of people are not afforded that opportunity. I was talking on the phone to my former vice principal or just uh key up like we do. And, um, she was, she's older than me and I love her there. She's like a second mom. And she was just sharing with me. She was like, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, this old age, and old age and the aches and pains. And I was telling her, you know, being old and growing old is an opportunity that a lot of people aren't afforded. And she said she paused and she said, Well, you know what, Minnie? And I got an old name, so I guess it's all right. She said, You know what? You're right. So I I just want you to find something. And I I've I said I think I think I said this within the Thanksgiving podcast, there's always something to be grateful for. And when you're when you're in your like I say the moments of frustration or irritation or even when everything's happy and you have a praise report regarding yourself and your family find moments throughout the day to be grateful for and I guarantee you it'll change that whole mentality and when it comes down to the Mamba mentality don't give up encourage your children be just as dedicated to their passions and their And their interest and let them know that you love them, you support them through it all. So we're going to continue to keep everyone that was affected, all nine of the victims that were part of that, um, that tragedy in our prayers and um, pray for those families and all the communities that were affected. And just, again, love on those babies and don't forget to love on yourself. And one thing I'm grateful for is to connect with you. Thanks so much for joining me for the Purposeful Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. I appreciate connecting with you each time. And with the heartbreak of Calabas, I definitely want us to keep in the forefront the importance of family and knowing that family doesn't always have to mean what is tied to us by blood, but what is tied to us by love and by spirit to not take life for granted to again, to love on our children, our teens, and to know that children are an inheritance and they are a gift from the Lord. And even if you are not a biological parent, that being a part of a child's life as a silent role model, as a mentor and as a teacher, as a dedicated church member and working through ministry, or just being a good neighbor, that that matters. And that again, life matters. Even through the aches and pains or sometimes the frustration, there are so many more things that are way bigger to focus on and to find appreciation about. So let's celebrate that. You know what I'm going to say? I love you, but God loves you more. Be blessed, beautiful people.